You're listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast, episode number 134. 2017 was a challenge for me, to say the least. And I've heard the same thing from so many of you. I'm so ready to get 2018 started. Good riddance, 2017. Sayonara. Bye-bye. But wait, before you throw the 2017 baby out with the bathwater, I bet there are some good lessons in there somewhere. Let me start. Here are my top three lessons from a kind of crappy year. Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. I'm your host, Creelan Peters. Each week, I bring you inspiring messages to help you create the life you're meant to lead. Buckle up, buttercups. Hey, Fear Busters, welcome to the show. I'm still kind of in this happy new year mode. You know, I had my first episode of 2018 last week and talked about um, embracing the letdown and really kind of focusing in on that saying goodbye piece. But I also wanted to do an episode on the lessons learned from the previous year. So if you've been following this podcast and in my tribe for any length of time, you know that I love to do reviews and I love to do kind of a wrap up and what did we learn from this? I'm always questioning what am I learning in the not so fun parts of life, to be honest with you. And I think it's a really important thing for you as well, if you haven't done it already. And also if you haven't done it specifically in this way to just kind of look at the past year or the past however, whatever length of time that you're looking at and really review what you've learned what you got out of it, and how you can use that information moving forward. That's what this episode is all about. And I wanted to share the three top lessons that I learned in this past year in 2017. And trust me, this is not an exhaustive list. I learned a lot of stuff that I'm probably still gonna be talking about um, for a while. Things are gonna just pop up, but three big things came to mind as I was preparing for this particular episode. So let's get this party started, this review party started. So the first lesson that I wanted to share from my kind of crappy year was that the more you push for something to happen, the less likely it is to happen. There is a saying that I have heard that I have used, which is, if you want to make God laugh, make plans. Okay, so breaking that down basically means that anything can happen. Murphy's Law can get in there, things go awry, there's a monkey wrench in there. I mean, every single thing, every metaphor, every cliche that you can think of, just throw it on in this big pot of lesson number one and just stir, stir, stir. Because this is what happens. We can have the best of intentions. We can be all set to implement a plan. We're on the path. We're doing the right things. We've got the action steps in place. We are gung-ho and then it just doesn't happen. And what I find is that when I push for something to happen, when I really want it to happen and I'm kind of 
not necessarily paying attention to the other things that are maybe getting in the way or leading me into not necessarily a whole new direction, but maybe on a detour. Uh, I've talked a lot about the timing of things, right? So timing is a huge issue. Sometimes I like to push because I think that the timing is right. And yet the universe has other ideas about that. Has that happened to you? Do, you? do you understand what I'm where I'm coming from here? Because I know that I'm not alone. I've had so many conversations with so many of you, uh, with so many of my colleagues, with my students, with so many people around the end of 2017 who've been experiencing this particular lesson, as well as the other two that I'm going to talk about in this episode. So this is the first one, is that the more we push for something to happen, like we just, we're, we want it to happen, we're so excited about it, and it just, it's, it doesn't happen the way we want it to all the time. So we've gotta have this patience about it, this understanding, this ease, this flow, and this understanding that things happen in divine timing. So we are not necessarily well, should I even say it that way? We are not in charge of the timing. We certainly can make the plan and we can have the intention and we can, we can uh, do the actions necessary to implement and we also need to have this flexibility and this understanding that things are not necessarily going to go the way that we planned. So I know for me, when I'm in that state, I can feel that pushing energy and it's kind of like this um, perseverance and this motivation and this drive to like, I just need to get this done. It's almost like maybe some other things aren't necessarily working, but gosh, I'm gonna make this one work. I don't care what it takes. And there's that push, there's kind of like almost this forcing of wanting it to happen so badly and wanting that control of it happening and the outcome being exactly what I pictured. And what happens uh, is that when we're pushing and it's the wrong time, there's this resistance that comes up and we can feel it and yet we're not necessarily paying attention to it or we're not heeding the warnings that the universe is sending us so we keep pushing and pushing and pushing and all that is doing it's kind of like spinning our wheels things seem harder they seem more forced things are definitely not happening in the time that we want or in the way that we want. And so at those moments, it's really necessary, at least for me, maybe for you, to just take a step back and to realize that it's okay to step away from it for a minute, to get some space, to get some distance, and to maybe, you know, let it go for a minute or two or three or a little bit longer and then see what happens. Because when we are in the midst of change, when we are in the midst of moving towards our goals, what we want is a flow and an ease about that journey. What we don't want is this continually feeling like we are not getting anywhere or that it's so difficult. So if you think of like a bike, 
Um, I'm, you know, I used to have like a three speed bike when I was growing up. So speed one is really easy and you have to like pedal a lot more in order to get to where you want to go. So it's a lot more pedaling, a lot more rotations of the wheels to get to where you want to go. When you get up to level three, it's harder. There's more resistance and it's just harder. And so we want kind of somewhere in between there. So like, like, uh, number two, right? So speed number two, it gets us where we are putting in the energy, but it's also not really hard. That's where we want to be when we're on a change journey. If it's way, way too easy, we sometimes kind of lose interest in it. I'm not going to lie. But if it's way too hard, you know, we're just, we're spinning our wheels and not in a good way. All right. So that's my little analogy for this particular lesson. So that's lesson number one for the wonderfully kind of crappy year. And lesson number two is that busyness leads to missed opportunities. One of the things I've talked about a lot over the last few months is that my schedule just exploded in the last, um, gosh, pretty much the last half of the year about. And I became so busy and I was doing a lot of wonderful things that I loved, but what it led to was my schedule being so full that I did not have time to myself. And I allowed that to happen. I'm taking full responsibility for that. But what it led to is that there was some, a lot of missed opportunities and uh, one of the things as a recovering workaholic that I deal with is wanting to uh, do a lot of things. I have a lot of goals. I have a lot of things that I want to accomplish. And sometimes when an opportunity comes, something that I've wanted for a really long time, I just like totally jump on it. I don't even hesitate. I just say, yes, 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 yes. And in some ways that's really awesome because I don't have that hesitation. And even if there's fear, it's more an excitement that that flip side of fear is the other side of fear is excitement. And if I can have that excitement about something that I really wanted to do, that I really wanted to go for, then say yes. And it's, it's a wonderful energy to be in. And when I add something new to my plate, I sometimes don't let something else go and then it becomes just really really hectic and busy and then it wears me down and that's certainly part of where my energy has gone um over the last part of the year is it, it became a very um, big struggle for me to keep my energy up even though i was really excited about the additional opportunities i had but when you're really really busy you miss other opportunities so it could be opportunities to slow down. It could be opportunities to meet people or network or um, date or gosh, what else? You know, it could be so many things. So when you, when you allow yourself to fill your schedule up with stuff, then you don't allow your schedule space to have the spontaneous and unexpected moments that come in. 
And so it's, it's trading one thing for the other. So for me, that was a huge lesson this year, something that is not a new lesson to me at all. As I said, I'm a recovering workaholic and I know many of you are as well, but it's definitely something to keep an eye out and something that I had to relearn this year, which means that my December, like I just kind of threw my hands up. Well, first of all, I got sick. And then um, when my schedule lightened up quite a bit, I just kind of went flump and I just relaxed, um, almost a forced relax relaxation, but I did take uh, two weeks and I you know, went to see my dad in Wisconsin. I got to just you know, enjoy myself and sleep in and not be scheduled, which was lovely, I have to say. So... That's another lesson that I learned in 2017. And the last lesson that I learned in 2017 that I'm sharing with you today is lesson number three, which is don't make decisions when your emotions are intense. Okay, do I have to explain this one? Because you have got to know what I'm talking about. This was an emotional year for me and a lot of ups and downs and there was, I, you know, I've got some hormone surges going on. I'm kind of getting to that age where things are starting to happen. And it's, it's like I didn't recognize it as it was happening. But then afterwards, I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is so not like me. And uh, people around me were like, um, you're not usually this intense. And, and that's okay. I mean, we, you know, we're all dealing with our emotions and we all deal with them in different ways. And yet what I found was that it was happening more often than I'm used to. And for me, I, I'm a decision maker. I like to just weigh all of my choices, all of the different paths when I'm faced with a decision and then make a decision and go. You know, certainly I do spend some time weighing my options and you know, and I'll have to be honest, sometimes I really grapple with certain decisions and it takes me a long time. However, for the most part, I am a pretty fast action taker when it comes to um, a lot of the decisions that I've been faced with recently. And yet I've also had these emotions going on. So I've had to really kind of go uh, take a step back and realize that that is not the best time to make decisions. And I, you know, I certainly paid the price this year. I had, um, a lot of difficult conversations with people this year in my personal life and in my professional life, more so than I can remember having probably in any one given year ever. Um, maybe, maybe that's not true, but it feels like it's true. Uh, of course, there's been times where I've had hugely difficult conversations when I'm going through huge periods of transition, but this year it was a very constant thing. There wasn't like Oh, you know, I just had a couple different conversations, maybe every few months. It was like almost every single month this year, there was something blowing up um, in my, my life. Like I said, both personal and professional, where I was having to deal with things, really stand up for myself and things like that. So what I wanted to say about that is that emotions, of course, are just information, right? You probably heard me talk about that. If not, Go listen to any other things that I have said about emotions. Emotions are not good or bad. They just are. They're just information. They're signals. They're giving us 
information we need to make decisions, okay? And we've got to ride them out. We can't just wish emotions away. We can't um, pretend they're, well, we can pretend they're not there and that doesn't really, really work very well. Um, however, the best thing to do with emotions is to just acknowledge them, allow them to come up and surface and allow them to wash away, okay? So we can have really intense emotions and we have to remember that they are temporary, that they are gonna go away. It's impossible to live in that kind of intensity forever. It's impossible. Uh, so just remembering those key things. And also the other thing we need to remember when we're having those intense emotions is not to make any major decisions in that highly intense emotional state. And again, this is not a new lesson for me, but something very much in the forefront of my 2017 as I was experiencing a lot of intensity with my emotions and had to constantly remind myself of this. And like I said, I still sometimes went forward even though I was highly emotional and then had to deal with the consequences of that. And that's the other thing is, you know what, we're all gonna do and say things that we may not think is the best um, when we look back on it. But you know what, that's what apologies are for, that's what difficult conversations are for, is to clear the air and to make sure that our intentions are known um, and that we get back on track if that's what needs to happen. So those are my three big lessons from 2017. And definitely, like I said, these this is not the all the lessons I learned in 2017, but as I was prepping for this particular episode, those are the three that came up like loud and clear and said, pick me, pick me. So I would be interested to hear if any of these resonate with you. And also, if you had any other huge lessons that came up for you in this past year as kind of recurring themes, I would absolutely, absolutely love to hear about it. So hit me up on Facebook or through email. And um, I'm at creelyn.com, K-R-Y-L-Y-N.com. And I am not quite done with the New Year's stuff, okay? So next week, I'm gonna be talking about some things that you need to let go of as you move forward into this new year. So stay tuned and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. If you've been inspired, please share the podcast with your friends. You can find us on iTunes or at Creelin.com. K-R-Y-L-Y-N dot com.